Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Mr. Old School Wrestling Podcast. And today we're going to give you a Monday Night Raw review. Starting off the de- uh, starting off the night, we have a Seth Rollins segment. Um, you know, pretty much hyping himself up as you know the Monday Night Messiah. You know, he was out there with AOP and uh, Murphy. They changed his name from Buddy Murphy to Murphy for some dumb reason. But uh, anyway, um, you know, Rollins is pretty much mocking Kevin Owens, saying that you know it's his past, but he has to finish the business with Kevin Owens. Um, Kevin Owens did arrive to the ring. Owens then mocks uh, Seth Rollins, says that he talks too much. Um, you know, Rollins pretty much said that Owens was alone on this, that he has nobody backing him up. Then the Viking Raiders arrive, and uh, both Viking Raiders and Rollins, uh, Owens, I should say, were tired talking. And uh, they ended up rushing the ring and uh, fighting uh, Rollins, AOP, and Murphy in the middle of the ring. Samoa Joe does arrive during this fight, and he ends up choking out Seth Rollins in the middle of the ring. Um, so it, it, obviously the storyline is going to keep going possibly, um, to their next pay-per-view. Uh, it might not be at the super showdown though, so I'm not sure, but, uh, the storyline is definitely going to continue and I'm actually intrigued, man. I'm a big fan of Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. So I'm liking where they're going with this whole storyline between Rollins, Owens and Samoa Joe. So I'm definitely a big fan of that. Um, after that, after the segment between Rollins and, uh, well, Seth Rollins and uh, Kevin Owens. We go into our first match of the night is Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, starting off the match, though, Asuka's keeping the pressure of the match. But Lynch gets up, hits a disarmor on Asuka on the ropes that look brutal. Asuka then gets up from that, hits a superplex on Lynch off the top turnbuckle. Asuka then uh, applies the Asuka lock to Becky Lynch in the middle of the ring. Lynch then gets up, hits a rock bottom on Asuka, pins Asuka for the three. And your winner of the match is Becky Lynch. But um, after the match, we get a surprise from none other than Shayna Baszler. She attacks Becky Lynch and uh, ends up biting her on the back and the neck. And that looked absolutely brutal, man. There was blood all over the place. She was in severe pain. Um, didn't really, I didn't really see it coming with her biting her on the neck. I don't know what that whole deal was, but it looked brutal, man. She was, you know, Lynch was freaking out. She was cussing. You know, she was completely hurting really bad. They ended up taking her and putting her in the ambulance. And uh, she ended up, well, put her in the ambulance. She ended up driving away, driving herself in the ambulance. So we're definitely going to be seeing more of Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch. And I'm super excited about that because I'm a humongous Shayna Baszler fan. So it's really cool seeing her on Monday Night Raw. After that match, we have another match. It's Mojo Riley and Riddick Moss versus the Street Profits. Again, this was a really high-paced, kind of fast match, man, really fast. Uh, starting off the match, uh, Dawkins hits a drop kick on Mojo Raleigh in the middle of the ring. Uh, then Dawkins then pretty much tags in Montez Ford. Ford gets up on the top turnbuckle, hits a frog splash on Riddick Moss, pins Riddick Moss for the three. And your winners of the match is the Street Profits. Um, after the match, and meanwhile, Mojo Raleigh is still your 24-7 championship, and the belt was not on the line in this match. After the match, though, the, the belt was back on the line, and Moss ends up hitting a roll-up on Mojo Raleigh, pins Raleigh for the three, and your new WWE 24-7 champion is Riddick Moss. Um, after that match, though, we have uh, MVP. He brought back the lounge tonight. Um, it was pretty It was pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad that he's in WWE still. Um, like I stated before, I, I think his in-ring career is over. I just think that, you know, time has passed his career, to be honest with you. Um, but it's still cool seeing MVP and seeing the lounge. Um, he used to have that kind of stigma back in the day. So it was good seeing MVP tonight, and his first guest on the show was none other than the uh, men's Royal Rumble winner, Drew McIntyre. Uh, obviously, like I said before, he's definitely over as a babyface with the crowd. Um, him and MVP kind of had like a little scuffle. 
And it honestly seemed like MVP was trying to work with Drew McIntyre, and it seems like MVP wants to be a manager of talent. So I'm not completely against that, man. I think he'd be uh, a great addition for, you know, a superstar to be like a manager or something like that or a coach. That'd be fantastic. Uh, but him, like I said, him and MVP got into like a little scuffle. Uh, MVP went to go grab his arm, said that he was going to kick his ass. Um, every, you know, Drew McIntyre walked away and then hit um, MVP, and then he also hit a uh, he hit a Glasgow kiss on MVP in the middle of the ring, and then he went on the side of the turnbuckle or the ropes, I should say, and then hit the uh, Claymore kick and knocked MV- and knocked MVP right the hell over that couch that was in the middle of the ring. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, so it was pretty cool seeing MVP and Drew McIntyre. It was a good little segment right there between those two guys. Um, after that uh, MVP uh, segment with Drew McIntyre, we go into our next match. It is Angel Garza versus Cedric Alexander. Uh, but starting off the match, Joe Humberto does arrive. He ends up uh, attacking Angel Garza in the middle of the ring. He's escorted out of the ring by security. So that Angel then capitalizes on the match. The bell rings. He's keeping the pace of the match. And again, this was another fast-paced match. He ended up hitting the wing clipper on Cedric Alexander and pin Alexander for the three. So they're definitely pushing Angel Garza. And then with him working with Selena Vega, they're definitely going to be pushing Angel Garza here for the next few weeks. And he's a phenomenal talent, by the way. Um, after that match, we have Sarah Logan versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, but before the match starts, Charlotte Flair arrives. She comes down the ramp, kind of hanging out by the stage. Um, again, this was really a fast-paced match, man. I'll, Sarah Logan really didn't have a chance. Uh, Rhea hits a drop kick on um, Sarah Logan in the middle of the ring, and then Rhea hits the riptide on Sarah Logan in the middle of the ring, pins her for the three, and your winner of the match is Rhea Ripley. But after the match, though, um, Ray Ripley is still waiting for her answer from Charlotte on whether she's going to challenge her for the NXT Women's Championship. Ray Ripley's been telling her that she has not gotten an answer. She's been on Raw. Then Charlotte went to NXT. Still no answer from Charlotte yet. So it's kind of like a mind game. Charlotte also stated that, you know, she has a big uh, matchup against Bianca Belair at NXT Portland uh, coming up. So she don't even know if she's going to be champion after that match. So still yet to be seen what Charlotte's going to do and whether she's going to give an answer to Ray Ripley or not. So it's still yet to be determined. Um, after that uh, match between Sarah Logan and Ray Ripley, we go into our next match. It is Bobby Lashley versus Ricochet. Uh, starting off the match, Ricochet hits a springboard drop kick on Lashley. And Ricochet then hits a uh, senton outside the ring, kind of like a tope soacita, if you will. And Ricochet then hits a uh, crazy moonsault off the steel steps on Bobby Lashley on the outside. Then Lashley gets up, hits a suplex on Ricochet in the middle of the ring. Ricochet then gets up, capitalizes from that, hits a step-up enziguri on Bobby Lashley. Then Ricochet then gets up, hits a crossbody on Bobby Lashley as well. And then Ricochet gets Bobby Lashley in the middle of the ring, hits a standing uh, shooting star press on Lashley in the middle of the ring as well. But Lashley gets up, hits a devastating spine buster on Ricochet. That looked absolutely brutal. Uh, but then Ricochet ends up capitalizing that, full of adrenaline, hits the 630 off the top turnbuckle, pins Lashley for the three, and your winner of the match is Ricochet. After that match, we go right into a Randy Orton segment. Uh, he's still trying to tell or explain to everybody what you know why he did what he did to Edge. Um, the status with Edge right now is really it's pretty much unknown. Um, he hasn't been back now for the past two weeks, so I don't know what they're going to do with this storyline. Uh, but it, it's very intriguing, you know what I mean? They were talking about you know how they were rated RKO. They were a tag team back in the day, a phenomenal tag team. Uh, they were also going to the highlights of you know when Randy Orton did hit RKO on Edge in the middle of the ring. So um, while Randy Orton trying to get this out, Matt Hardy ends up arriving to the ring, and Matt Hardy pretty much praises Edge. You know, they said that you know him and Edge had a big you know beef back in the day, you know because of Lita. 
the crowd was obviously chanting Lita during that whole entire time he said that. Um, but he was just praising, you know, praising Edge, man. He said that they traveled up and down the road together. They would share hotel rooms, just try to save a buck. Uh, and put on phenomenal matches for the fans, man. Uh, they made the TLC match what it is. You know, the, the Hardys, the, uh, Edge and Christian, the Dudley boys, they made that match what it is to you know what it is today. You know that was a phenomenal match. Even like he said, they, you know they headlined WrestleManias and stole the show. You know, and they did. Yeah, I remember one time. I think it was at the Gund Arena. Uh, they it was the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian, and the night after on Monday Night Raw, they had a standing ovation. You know, they were all young guys, man, just trying to live out their dream, and that's exactly what he was saying. And you know, hats off to Matt Hardy, kind of praising Edge, man. I know. Them two had a really serious beef back in the day. So it was good seeing that Matt Hardy kind of put down the guard a little bit and, you know, show appreciation to Edge, man, because Edge is one hell of a superstar as well as Matt Hardy. Um, but after um, Hardy said that, uh, Orton ends up hitting uh, Hardy with the uh, RKO. Then uh, Hardy's laying in the middle of the ring. Orton goes on the outside, grabs a, a steel chair, goes back in the ring. He puts, he lays Hardy's head over the steel chairs. And then hits Hardy uh, with the back of the head with the steel chair. So um, looks like Hardy's going to be out for a while. But I do have some news on Matt Hardy as well, and I will go after, go over after the uh, after the you know I do the review. Um, after that segment with Randy Orton, we go into our next match. It is Alistair Black versus Akira Tozawa. This was pretty much a squash match. Um, Alistair hits like a running knee or a pump-up knee strike on uh, Akira Tozawa in the middle of the ring, and then he hits the black mask on Tozawa and pins Tozawa for the three-year winner of the match, is Aleister Black. Um, he's still looking, you know, I guess for somebody to accept his challenge or, or I guess another opponent. I'm hoping he gets it soon, man, because he's just ripping and running through these guys that he's been getting, you know, a lot of jobber matches. I think this is the second match now that he's had with Tozawa. Not taking anything away from Tozawa, but there's a little difference here. Like, Aleister's a heavyweight, you know, wrestler, and Tozawa's a cruiserweight, man, and you know, with all due respect to Tozawa, he's no Rey Mysterio. So, hopefully, like I said before, I'm praying. I'm crossing my fingers that we get Aleister Black versus AJ Styles because I think that's going to be a phenomenal match. Um, after that, we go into another Lynch segment. She comes back to the ring. She pretty much said that she's going to be hunting down Shayna Baszler for the attack that she did on Lynch tonight. Um, so, I'm like I said, that storyline is just getting heated up, just getting started. So, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this the storyline in these matches between Lynch and Shayna Baszler. It's very exciting. Um, after the Lynch segment, we go right to the main event. It is the Viking Raiders, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins, Murphy, and AOP. Um, but starting off the match, though, Viking Raiders, Owens, and Joe, they attack Rollins, Murphy, and AOP in the middle of the ring. Uh, Joe then hits a step-up Enziguri on Murphy in the middle of the ring. Meanwhile, Murphy got his ass kicked in this entire match. Like, I, I mean, hats off to, like, like well, I'm going to call him Buddy Murphy. That's what I know him by. Buddy Murphy took one hell of an ass beating in this match. He really did. I mean, he was in the match for the majority of the time, to be honest with you, and he got his ass kicked. So hats off to uh, to Murphy. Um, Viking Raiders also show great tag team moves in the match. Akam then does – he does hit his, like, a devastating spine buster on Eric in the middle of the ring. Uh, Owens does – he hits a uh, senton off the top turnbuckle on everybody on the outside. But uh, Murphy ends up he ends up getting the pin and uh, wins and pins for the three. So your one of the matches are Seth Rollins, AOP, and Murphy. Um, this was a phenomenal match, man. It really was. It was not bad. Uh, but like I do for every one of these reviews, every one of these shows, I usually give these shows a rating. Um, today I'm, I'm going to give Raw six, man. I, I think it was pretty decent. Um, the storylines are, are not that bad. The whole Charlotte Ray Ripley thing. We're still waiting to see what Charlotte does. 
Um, obviously, the Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and Rollins and AOP and Murphy storylines, pretty good. Um, I'm liking what they're doing. The other things, the only thing I don't like about this um, is the Aleister Black thing. I think he needs another person to compete against. Like I said, I'm hoping for AJ Styles or somebody that can kind of match his skill level a little bit, man, and make it a better match. Like Murphy and Aleister Black, even though they had matches after matches after matches, they were phenomenal matches because Murphy can match his skill set. And Murphy's a cruiserweight. But he, he can wrestle as a heavyweight. Like, he has the strength and the ability to go toe-to-toe with Aleister Black. And, I, like I said, I have a lot of respect for, uh, for Murphy. Uh, the other thing that I did enjoy, though, tonight was uh, seeing Shayna Baszler. Now, I don't know if this is her getting called up to the main roster or not. Um, in my honest opinion, like, yeah, I think it's time for her to get called up to the main roster. But, like I stated before, man, you know, these guys get called off from NXT to the main roster and their like their character, their career is pretty much shit after that. It really is. I mean, it, it's I hope they can use Shanna Baszler and utilize her correctly and not have her sit back in catering. Like I want to see Shanna Baszler be the women's champion at some point. You know, obviously I want her to build, build the credibility and have matches on the main roster. But, you know, the credibility and the body of work she's put on NXT She's got to be a top contender for the main roster as well. I mean, she's no joke, man. She's kind of she has like that catch wrestling. She reminds me, if I'm being perfect, like two wrestlers, I would say she reminds me of Kurt Angle and Taz, especially Taz because Taz was more of a catch wrestler. You know, like the team boat suplexes and stuff, and just you know the submissions, and that's all really Shayna does, man. She's not a high flyer. You know, she's in there to kick your ass, and she also has an MMA background, so. She has a like to me. She reminds me exactly of Taz. You know, a little bit of Kurt Angle, but definitely Taz. So it was great seeing Shayna Baszler on the main roster, and I'm looking forward to see what you know her and Lynch do um, in the next few weeks. Um, it, two things that I also got from uh, well, one thing I got for this past weekend is that WrestleMania for 2021 is it's called WrestleMania Hollywood, and they're going to be at the LA Charger Stadium uh, in 2021. So that's pretty exciting. Um, because I remember back in the day when they said WrestleMania Hollywood, they used to do like little vignettes of movies, but they would put WWE superstars um, in these like little movie roles. Like it was like a like a parody, if you will. <clears throat> so that I mean that's fantastic. I hope they bring that back for next year's WrestleMania. Um, the other thing that I learned too for tonight is that NXT Takeover Portland is this Sunday, starting at seven p.m. Eastern time. Um, and it's, it's going to be an awesome night, man. It really is. I know I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole match. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I think Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor are on that card as well. Both of those guys are going to bring it. So definitely looking forward to that, um, NXT takeover in Portland this Sunday. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a great event. And if you guys have never seen a takeover, man, you guys need to check it out. Uh, it's probably the best WWE product that's on TV right now. It's phenomenal, man. It's, it's can't miss TV. You got to see it. Um, but like I said, I, tonight I'm going to give uh, Raw a break. I'm going to give it a six, man. It was it was a good show, man. The crowd was into it. It was cool seeing Shayna. Um, like I said, I don't know if she's getting called to the main roster, called up to the main roster or not. But it was definitely cool seeing Shayna tonight. Um, the main the tag match, the uh, eight man tag, was not that bad. Um, so all in all, it was it was a good night for Raw. I, I have to give it a six. So. But uh, that's it for your Monday Night Raw review. I will see you guys later on tonight for your NWA Power review. So I want you guys to stay safe, be careful, and I will see y'all later. Peace.